Hi, it's Mimi. Welcome to our new weekly Mimi Moments, a new series focusing on short, impactful excerpts from some of the most powerful conversations that I've had on the show. I hope it elevates your day. And if you want to hear the whole episode, there's a link in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. Knowing your brand is so much more than understanding how to build a website or show up on Instagram. It's knowing your value and it's knowing what makes you you and being able to communicate that into the world in any way you need to. And that is a superpower that changes people's lives. I love how you've made your business about personal growth. I'm, I'm obsessed with all of that kind of stuff. And I think it's, it's pretty essential for, for longevity when someone's trying to create a brand. So do the people that work with you want to be entrepreneurs or, or who, who do you work with? So wonderful question. So most of our clients are entrepreneurs, they're executives, they're CEOs, they're founders, they're solopreneurs, they're creatives. We're industry agnostic, meaning we work with like basically anyone from anywhere. So from technology to medical, to law, to real estate, to life coaching, to, um, you know, bloggers, to, you know, all of them, to be honest. But what's really amazing, so they come to me to help them build their platforms, right? That's what we are technically, you know, doing for all of them. So if you're interested in becoming an Instagram influencer or like a YouTube celebrity, we're not your agency. That's not what we do. That's not what we're in it for. We're in it to help build the platforms of, of great minds and thought leaders. And so the common denominator that I look for and that I just, I think, naturally create because we market ourselves very specifically as a, as a brand all have a common denominator of wanting to change the world. I know that sounds cheesy, but it's the truth. They all are very mission-oriented people. Whether you're an Ayurvedic doctor wanting to sort of bridge the gaps of Western and Eastern medicine to help people become their own healers, or you're a technologist working on transportation and you want to improve globalization around helping people get from A to B that, that can't in underserved parts of the world. Like These are my clients. And they just need a microphone. They need a bigger microphone to spread their mission. And so that's really what I look for. And it's, it's honestly what I naturally attract because, you know, we're very, very, very unapologetic about our spiritual, you know, edge. And I really put myself out there as a, you know, face and founder of Simply Be as someone that does a ton of work on herself and is on the journey. I often say that your business and career will only grow to the extent of which you grow as a person. And that is one of the truest things I could say. And it's it's really such an inside job to do, I think, any anything worth doing. And when you orient to something bigger yourself and you put that out there, you magnetize people who are at that same frequency and level. And so that's really the core of what I what I try and teach my clients. And it, you know, it's a bit of strategy and science. It's a bit of art and messaging. But at the end of the day, I think it's a lot to do with, with energetics um, and feeling. And that's really how we grow. Let's talk more about it. I would, love, I would love to hear your top philosophies around using energetics, using, some people like to say, the law of attraction or using manifestation energy to create what you want in your life. Yes. Yes. So everything is energy. In fact, spirituality is science that most of the world hasn't caught up with yet. And if we really think about it, and I'm not a scientist and I'm not an expert on uh, on spirituality. I just know what I know and have been following my own unique divine path. But 
everything is energy. We are vibrating at different frequencies. So the computer that I'm talking to you on is a frequency and the table that it's sitting on has got its own frequency. And you and I are talking remotely, but there is a frequency between us energetically, not just on this Zoom or, or this uh, Sengaster recording, but in our in our energetic bodies. And so if you look at everything through this lens of you know, frequency, well, the way that in which we can control our own frequency, because we do have control over our own frequency, it begins in our minds. It begins with our thoughts. I often say you have control over nothing in this world except your own thoughts. You can't control your mom. You can't control the weather. You can't control politics. You can't control a pandemic. You can only control the way in which you respond to all of it. And that begins in your head. And your head creates, you know, an an emotional imprint, your feelings, and then your feelings have energy. And that's how you begin to literally physically vibrate at a set frequency that again, you get to choose in your mind. Like I get one life, I get one moment at a time, I get to wake up every day and life is stressful and can be challenging. But if I choose to bring love and light to any situation, that, that frequency, that energy actually can completely impact the results around me. And I once I really tapped into that and I fully understood that, which again was a few years ago, and I've been on this spiritual journey for a while, but I've gone deeper and deeper and deeper into it. I've just been able to, I wouldn't say control my reality, but harness my energy to manifest more of what I what I want, what my heart desires. And it's mm-hmm. it sounds simple, but it's really how it works. It sounds simple. And you know, it is simple. I honestly believe that the best proof is testimonials. And I feel like my whole life has been this this proof. Every moment in my life where I haven't been aligned, bad things Mm -hmm. happen. Mm -hmm. And every moment that I have been aligned, really good, unexpected things happen. And it's like effortless. Oh my gosh, I love that you went there. So you, you use the word aligned. All right, let's talk about this experience of alignment. And really, you know, when life feels hard and you aren't, you know, on the majority of the time, just simply don't feel good, you know, look around your life circumstances and chances are you're quote unquote out of alignment, right? With your purpose, with your um, why, you know, with your joy, with your true nature. And, or you could have just outgrown a part of yourself or a chapter in your life that you're still technically in. And it's just time for a new chapter. And and yet you haven't consciously decided that, but your body and your intuition and your energy can feel it, right? And so I've had lots of those series where I'm like, I've, I've just grown out of alignment. And one of them was the biggest, one of the biggest moments of that sort of inflection point was when I left Cheeky, my first business, again, running it for seven years. I was the Cheeky girl. Everyone knew me as Cheeky Jessica. Literally, that was what they called me. And I, uh, I was super tied to that as an identity. I mean, if you're listening and you're an entrepreneur, you know that your business isn't a separate thing from you. It is you. It's a piece of you. So saying that you don't want to do your business anymore is like when it's when it's thriving, kind of, you, you know, it's like cutting off your own arm. And yet I was out of alignment. And the reason why I knew that was because I was constantly getting sick physically. I was suffering from severe anxiety attacks. I was definitely suffering from depression. 
I wasn't treating my body well. I was drinking a lot of alcohol. I was eating like crap. I was just like always stressed out. I felt like toxic feelings towards the people I was working with. I mean, it was a mess. It was the opposite of flow and positivity and light and love, right? It was it was opposite of that. And I actually had a surgery on my sinuses because I kept getting chronic sinusitis from all this stress and all this buildup of poorly treating my body, et cetera, that I, that I had to go into surgery and was forced to rest because I was recovering from a, a surgery where they literally sliced my face open and I had to heal. And it was during those silent weeks where I had to sit and simply be that I heard the call of my inner voice. And I write about this in my book. And I, I got downloads that it was time for me to shift and to get into alignment with the next level of myself, the next evolution of myself. And was that a difficult decision? Yes. Even though I knew it was right and it was clear that that was where I needed to go, that was how I was going to get into alignment. It took me about a year and a half to walk away, right? I continued sort of, you know, deliberating if this was really what I needed to do. And finally I did it. And then I stepped forward into now, you know, simply be and this next professional chapter. And I really did a lot of inner work. I hired some support coaches and therapists and went to lots of retreats and like really went on the path. And I still am. But at that moment, I was really just searching and was able to look at myself in a brand new light. And that doesn't mean like, oh, I'm I'm just this amazing person that's been waiting to to blossom. It was like, no, Jessica, let's look at all of the shadow. Let's take radical radical accountability for how you've been showing up lately and where you need to work and focus on like choosing a better way. And so doing all of that work then allowed me to move forward into alignment. And you know, since that time, I mean, it definitely has not been a straight path. It's been somewhat of a roller coaster, but man, I'm aligned and I feel you know, so much, so much purpose and connection to my truth. And that's when I got the book deal. And that's when I grew the business and, you know, expanded my reach and grew the team. And not that it's all about the professional accolades. I've never been more clear in my own, you know, emotional well being that I'm aligned. And that is most important. And so, I've had many micro moments of feeling out of alignment and stepping into alignment, but I would say that's one of the most significant ones of my my life. Mm-hmm. So everyone listening right now is probably thinking, oh, that sounds great. You know, maybe I've experienced that a little bit. This is a cool conversation, but what are some tips that you might have for someone listening that is just kind of getting started in this whole personal development space and they want to feel aligned. They want to feel clear-minded and positive and high vibrational and just good in their lives and happy. Such a great question. So, I mean, every everyone's different. So I'm going to share what mine, mine are. So, you know, take it or leave it and make it your own. Um, one of the most significant things that I, that I actually did was cut out alcohol. Um, I don't drink. I haven't drank in like, like, I don't know, two years. I will say that I'm sober curious, quote unquote, meaning I'll have a cocktail, you know, or glass of champagne, you know, when I got my book deal, like the, the, you know, my husband and I went out to dinner to celebrate and the waiter came by and was like, 
you know, brought some champagne. We're like, okay, we're going to drink this. We're going to toast. But just being very conscious with alcohol in um, general has been transformational. I've been got, I've been able to just achieve so much clarity and energy. It's really helped with my vibration. Um, so that, that's a significant uh, way in which I, I stay aligned. I meditate, um, you know, and I've made meditation my own. Like there's a lot of different forms and styles and guided, guided aff- affirmation, meditation, music, et cetera, et cetera. For me, I simply just sit still and listen to music. I, I talk out loud to my angels. Um, I've created an altar in my, in my home office that is so sacred. It's sort of my safe space. And I, um, come to it often. And I have pictures of my ancestors, my grandparents, some of my loved ones that have deceased in the last, you know, 10 years, I have pictures of them. And so, and you know, crystals and candles and all the things you'd expect on an altar, but everything has significance on my altar. And I literally feel like I connect. I do connect when I sit there with the divine. And so I make a point of going to my altar almost every day. I journal. Journaling is a huge, huge tool. I find it incredibly cathartic, healing, you know, a way in which to process my own feelings and my own darkness, if you will. And, you know, I I work with coaches and therapists and astrologers, and I I have that kind of whole suite of of support staff, if you will. Um, So I definitely recommend that, but that can be an investment for people. And I find that journaling is really your own best way of processing without having to pay someone. You can just get out a pen and paper. So I really highly recommend that. Um, If you can get into nature, I mean, I live in a big city. I live in Chicago, so it's hard for me. But if I, you know, yesterday actually, or a couple of days ago, it was a snowstorm in Chicago. It was a blizzard on a blizzard on Sunday. And I decided to go for a walk in it. And I felt so in my heart. I felt so connected to Mother Earth. I felt so like inside of the season. And, you know, it was just a walk in my neighborhood while the snow was still fresh and white. I mean, I'm talking like 10 inches of snow. It's incredible. And so whether you live in a big city or you live close to a beach, like, if you know, you probably get out into nature anyway, if you live close to a beach, but try and, you know, feel your feet on the ground or connect with trees or you know, look at the flowers, like be present animals, like be present to mother earth. And I know that sounds so cheesy, but it really is how we recalibrate. Um, it's such a, an energizing sort of balancing practice nature. It's really our, our most natural state is in nature. So definitely getting it to nature and, Overall, doing doing my best to treat my body as healthy as I can. I mentioned cutting out alcohol, but overall, I don't eat you know crap. I I stay away from sugar and dairy. My one biggest um, vice, however, is coffee. <laughs> I cannot give up coffee. I'm a total caffeine addict. So you know, no one is no one is perfect. But I um, and I'm not saying I have a perfect diet. I think it's like eighty twenty on a on a good week. If I'm being really honest, it's like 70, 30, 65, 35. But I just try and make good choices, eat intuitively, and um, keep my body clean so that my vibration can be clean as well. So those are my practices. I hope you enjoyed this Mimi moment. And while I have your attention, we'd love your feedback on the new Mimi podcast reboot. It would mean so much to me if you could leave a review and you could even send me a message on Instagram to tell me what you think about the new show upgrade. I'd love to hear from you.